Hello and welcome to the Euro Trips Across the Pod podcast. Now we are here for another instalment of our annual season previews and this episode the team we're doing is the Houston Texans and what a better person to have on this podcast is he goes his name's Graham Henderson but everyone knows him as the Kilted Texan. Um, how are you first of all? Yeah I'm doing fine thanks very much for having me on. No problem at all and you're 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 sitting here with your with your infamous man cave I can see in the background which looks incredible as I think it would. I mean, I don't know where everyone in this podcast heard the um, or watched a video of yourself where you went through your man cave on NFL UK's Twitter and you actually got to um, meet, obviously, Fitzpatrick at NFL UK Live. Mm-hmm. And also then, at the end, you got Super Bowl tickets. So that must, that must have been an incredible experience, first of all. Yeah, it was absolutely mad. And every time I tell the story, I had no idea they were doing that. They, they kept that so close to our chest. In the video, you can see I'm not really speaking or anything when I'm presented with a ticket. I, I, to this day, I'm, I'm still in so much shock. I didn't actually get any one of them guys to sign that ticket. I was just like, exit stage left because he's, he's now turned into a meet. Yeah. So it was quite funny. Yeah, no, I mean, I was, I was in, um, I believe it was Birmingham for that same tour. It was just obviously the day or two before you did it. But, um, yeah, I mean, that must have been an incredible experience for you going, going to Super Bowl. That must have been an incredible, incredible day or two for you. Yeah, it was. Um, one of the best things about it was because it was it was like a prize given out by the NFL, I also got to meet other fans who'd received similar things from all over the world. You know, like I met some Chinese fans, some German fans, Canadian fans, you know, just guys from all over. And we were all kind of in the same section. So we kind of spent the weekend bonding and, and discussing how our different experiences got us there so that was that was an extra special thing mm. yeah incredible that must have been I mean it's, my bucket list that's on top of my list probably that and the Champions League final to go to a game it would just be incredible and I'm hoping this podcast can lead to that one day but um but yeah I think to go to that would be something special because it just looks like a great well first you, they make it a whole week of it really with the media room the media bit and the all the things you can do as a fan. So I think I definitely aim to one day go to Super Bowl, but um, we can dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll hopefully the next one I go to will be a Texans one. So um, might want to, might want to find a cure to, to live forever. Cause I think that won't happen for a few years. <laughs> hey, at least I'll have plenty of time to save. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we've mentioned you're a Texans fan there. Um, so we like to ask all our new guests who come on the podcast for the first time reasons why they support their team. So for you, Graham, what made you a Texans fan? Um, well, what happened was my in-laws moved out to Houston in 08 due to like work. So we went to visit in the November of that year. And one of the things to do on a tourist bucket list was go to an NFL game uh, in the States because we'd been to the Saints-Chargers game in London the, like that year, just like the month prior or two months prior. So when we went out, it was uh, the Baltimore Ravens against Houston Texans was the game at NRG, uh, Reliant Stadium at the time. But went along, everyone in the tailgate was super nice. Uh, one guy even asked us where we were sat, wasn't impressed with our tickets for our first game, asked us to swap out with him. Um, he was sitting in the club level and he said, order whatever you want. It's on me, the, the know my seat. Um, 
And then he says, but what you've got to do is you've got to come back and tell me how it was. So, yeah, the score was like 45-13 to the Baltimore Ravens. I think we were like the last people to leave the stadium. Went back in the in the and they were all over us going, yeah, how how was it and everything. And after that, I was like, you know, this is a cool fan base. The stadium might look old on the outside, but when you walk in, it still still blows you away every time. And after that, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a Houston Texans fan. Everything snowballed since that that first encounter um, wearing a pair of shorts and a Mario Williams top um, to what I do now at games. So, yeah, it's been been a roller coaster. Yeah, you, you can say that again. Um, and, of course, you off the Union Man Cave right now, which is why I assume you watch your NFL on Sundays. But how does your normal NFL Sunday look? Are you a red zone man? Are you game pass? Are you um, Sky Sports, purely Sky Sports only? How does your normal NFL Sunday look? My my Sundays for me is I'm a I'm a Texans fan, so it's Game Pass, Texans game, and and really that's all that matters. You know, I am purely there to watch the Texans because I have an early start job um, in the mornings and I have to travel quite a bit to it. I would like to stay up and watch some of the later games. I will stay up a bit to Texans, but if it's anyone else, you know, I can I can catch up through the week on anything that's gone down, but purely in here, Game Pass, Houston Texans, big screen, and that's all that really matters. And a win. Yeah, that exactly. That makes it all the sweeter coming into work on a Monday morning. If you've got, especially got NFL fans in your workplace as well, it just makes it even better when you can walk into work on a Monday morning with a huge smile on your face because you know your, your team has got the win. Yeah, yeah, completely. Right, so let's get into the Texans. Their current off-season the main sort of ins and outs, um, obviously, first of all, you gave a contract extension to Brandon Cooks. You brought in people such as Marlon Mack, uh, Camus Bruger-Hill, the Sean Hamilton. You've re-signed Christian Kirksey, Malik Collins, uh, Desmond King. And also, you've drafted Derek Stingley, third overall, the cornerback from LSU. And also, Kenyon Green, the offensive guard from Texas A&M, 15th overall. But, of course, the main out has been the Sean Watson. So, how have you found the off-season has been for your team in terms of the people that have come in and out? I actually think if, if it was like a, an NFL grading system, we'd actually grade quite high. You know, we, we, we have got a lot of youth in there um, through the draft, and I think there's been some pickups as well. You know, it's always the, the, the stage that the Texans are in in a rebuild, youth key. You know, you can mould those guys and get them where you want to be. Getting the whole circus for me of the Deshaun Watson saga away from the franchise as much as possible has been a huge thing. You know, it hung over our season last year and it kind of, it didn't help. You know, that, that going around your stadium does not help a team progress at all. So to get that away, brilliant. And to bring back some of the key contributors from last year, Camus yeah, and Malik, you know, bring those guys in, get that veteran present back in into the team as well. I, I, I'm i positive that we're going to do, I think we're going to turn and surprise a lot of people this year just how far we've come in one off season. It's not going to be startling. It's not going to be anything to like, you know, we're not, we're not playoff bound in my opinion, but I really think that with the talent that we've brought in, especially in the draft, you know, I think four, maybe four of those guys could be starters week one 
you know, that's that's massive. So yeah, I think I think we've done okay in off season. And of course, Deshaun Watson now gone. Obviously, Davis Mills was the man who played last year and will play this year as well. He seems to get mixed opinions on Twitter because he's got 16 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, um, 2,664 yards. But he seems to divide opinion from NFL fans. Some people like me think he did fine for the position he was in with no real receivers to throw to, apart from Cooks. But some people think he's not the guy. So where do you stand on Davis Mills going forward? I... I'm actually a Mills guy. Yeah, I'm in the Mills camp. I think I think he is he from from what I've read around the league, he has made a huge jump in this offseason. He's obviously very committed. I know that he was wanting guys to stay about Houston in the offseason to work out and stuff. You know, that's a guy's committed to his position. That's what you need at quarterback. All the all the greats and I'm not saying that he's great yet, but all the greats have done that, you know. They, they put the job first because they know they're not going to be in that job very long. And the best way to keep it is to work hard. He seems to be putting in the work. He's got a great offensive coordinator now in Pep Hamilton who I think will get the best out of him. Um, and to keep people like Brandon Cooks, who was kind of a security blanket for him last year, to get him back in another deal, massive for his progression as a quarterback. So, yeah, I'm, I'm in the Mills camp. Money Mills is the guy for me. Um, I enjoyed watching him at the end of last season. You know, he had some good games at the back end of the season. You know, and some of the throws he made, if you watch back some of the footage in the film, you know, those are tough throws to make. And he was making them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a money mills guy. And, of course, it's been a massive change from a few years ago. You had the team with J.J. Watt, Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems ever since that game against the Chiefs in the divisional round, it seems to have all gone a bit south since then. But um, what do you think for, for the Texans represents progress this year? Is it just getting maybe five, six wins and just improving on last year's record? Or do you think it's pushing for playoffs or was that too early? How, how would you think, how would you view a good season at the end of the 2022 campaign? Yeah, I think for us, a good season this year would be to, you know, if we could finish like almost, you know, maybe two or three wins back, or like I'm trying to think here, eight and nine or whatever, you know, um, if we could be there. But I, I think six games, if we can win six games this year, I think that's a that's a big step for us. And it depends on who those wins come against as well and when they come. You know, no point in taking the game from garbage time or if, if guys have rested out, you know, because a lot of people said that about maybe like the Titans game last year. If, if we can get these wins against key teams, I think that will be a good measuring stick for the progress in this team and how you handle adversity as well. I'd like to see the Texans fight all the way to the finish this time as well. Um, there was a few games that they, they just didn't look like they had any fight last year, but. I think progression-wise, yeah, we're not going to be in the playoffs. We're not going to be looking at the playoffs. As long as we're not below the Jags in the AFC side, you know, I think that'll be a good... That's where we need to be. Yeah, definitely. And I think you now obviously got a new head coach. Of course, um, last year you had David Kelly, who got four wins still, but he got fired. Uh, Nick Casario, your sort of more newer GM, he's brought in Lovey Smith. Um, do you think he'll do all right, Levy Smith? Do you think he'll do well? Yeah, um, Levy Smith has, you know, he's got a good history in the league of being a good head coach. 
he was with the team last year, so he, he knows NRG, he knows the team that he's around. I think a lot of the guys look up to him in, in the stadium, uh, on the pitch. I certainly know from what I've read as well and what I can see on, on, on the internet and stuff that he, he commands a lot of respect from the team. And with that respect that he commits, he gets a lot more out of the guys. So I, I think he's going to be a big push for us. He did okay. You know, last year in his in his coaching role, so yeah, I'm I'm happy with it, with Lovey's appointment. Fantastic! Right, the final section it's as everyone knows by now is our fan record predictor. So as you all know by now, every week I'll go through each game with the fan, and they'll give me whether they think the team's going to win, lose, or tie. So week one at home to the Indianapolis Colts. When. Win, okay. Good start. And then week two on the road to Denver Broncos. Uh, Loss. Week three on the road again, this time to the Chicago Bears. Uh, I think we'll... I think that'll be a win. Okay. And then week four at home to the Los Angeles Chargers. I think we'll lose that one. That'll be a revenge game for Herbert. Uh, week five, uh, on the road, division rivals against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Win. And then week six, a bye. Week seven, on the road to the Las Vegas Raiders. That'll be a win. Big W there. I'll <laughs> be in attendance. Big w. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I'll be at that one, so that's a big win. Okay, you going to any more or just that one this year? Uh Three currently, maybe oh, yeah. up to seven. So, so okay, and then so I'll, I'll let you know which ones. Yeah, we're going through. So yeah, winning winning against the the Raiders. So. Yeah, I'm actually going to the Texans game this year. Um, I'm going to watch the uh, Eagles game November fourth. I don't know whether you're yeah. there for that one, but I will see you there. Oh, fantastic! Brilliant. Can you come tailgating with me? Oh, that'd be great. I, I can't wait for that. That's the best part of the game sometimes is the pre-match atmosphere. Love it. Have you tailgated in Texas before? No, I've done it in Boston and obviously in London. But um, I've, I know it's the Boston one was, it was good, but it was December in Boston, which was, I think, minus six degrees Celsius. And I remember everyone got given these free drinks. You had to wait until this person did a speech or something like that. And it was, it was so cold. My hands were obviously... Dimbling gloves stupidly, <laughs> and my hands were blue by the end of it. It was horrific. So I'm hoping in Houston it'll be a bit warmer this time. Yeah, hopefully it will be. You know, uh, I think yeah. it should still be warm there. Yeah, I mean, actually, I've got a mate who's coming with me, who's um, sort of a very casual fan. He's joined me just more for a travelling point of view, but he will be coming to that game as well. So I'm hoping he will by the end of this trip have a team. So maybe you could um, convert him to a Texans fan, bring him in. Yeah, we'll get him in. <laughs> uh, week eight um, at home to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, that'll be a win. Okay, good start. Five and two so far. Um, week nine, the aforementioned home game against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I think we'll struggle in that one on the on a short week. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, Thursday night football as well, so that's going to be yeah four or five days. 
between the games. So, mm-hmm. and the Eagles look good. I think they've done had a good off season. So, yeah. um, might get easier now with a road trip against the New York Giants. Yeah, I think we'll get a win there. Okay, um, week eleven at home to the Washington Commanders. I think that'll be a win as well. That might be our last win. Okay, which is, I'm glad to hear that because your next game is on the road to the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I think we'll we'll struggle there. Uh, week 13, you're at home to the Cleveland Browns. Oh, of course, oh my God, it's really... Oh, uh, yeah. That just hit me then, the Sean Watson derby. Yeah, now I know that everyone's supposedly going to want to dress up as masseuse workers <laughs> at that game. I've heard that on the grapevine, so... <laughs> <laughs> that that could go uh, I'm going to say a draw there because that one's too hard to call mm, okay you know, that could get out of hand that one that's our first we've had um, about eight nine episodes so far that's our first tie prediction so yeah, yeah I'm going for a tie there okay and then week 14 on the road to the Dallas Cowboys uh, pains me to say it but I think we'll take a, a loss there okay okay uh, week 15 doesn't get any easier uh, at home to the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, off. And then week 16, um, you'll be playing the on the road against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I think that'll be a loss as well. That's going to be a tough game in the, in the cold in Nashville. And then penultimate game, um, again, division rival again, this time at home to the Jacksonville Jaguars. We might squeak that one, yeah. Yeah, we'll squeak that one. Okay. That's it. That's it. And then finally, on the road to the Colts. Yeah, no. No. Okay, so that means overall, you will finish the season, according to your prediction, with a 8-8-1 record. Would you be happy with oh, that? Well. Yeah, that's about the middle. I said we'd yeah. be about the middle. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's... um. I think now that would be massive progress, especially when you know, everyone's expecting him to be one of the worst teams. If you can get eight wins, um, I think it's actually not a bad schedule. I mean, you've got the Browns, who may, may well be Bissett, who plays there. And even if Sean Watson does play, he's going to get not the best reception from the fans, especially in Houston as well. You know, Jaguars twice. You've got the the Colts, who like to blow the season at the end. You know, Titans have lost AJ Brown. Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill, which I think they'll still win those games anyway. But You've got the Giants, you've got the... Um, you know, you've, I think you've got some winnable games there, and I think that... Yeah. You said before that you, you could surprise a few, and I think with that with that schedule, especially with two winnable games against the Jaguars, I, th- I think that there's a good chance here. There's, there's a, it's a far better schedule than the last two seasons that we've had. Yeah. It's a far friendlier schedule that we've got this year. Yeah, no, I, I think that... I've always liked Tech, because I always liked them, you know, I was always... Um, I used, I loved Watson. I loved Andre Hopkins. I loved they were one of the things I loved watching, especially in that sort of 2017, 18, sort of 19 era. I used to love watching the Texas. They're probably my favourite team to watch that weren't my own team. So I, I used to love watching them back in the day. But it's all changing now. But I think they're a team I like to do well. Um, always got a little soft spot for the Texans. So um, yeah, hopefully, when we see them play, they get the win. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Then you can come back. Yeah, I'll come back. Maybe I'll yeah. Make <laughs> yeah, if my um, if my mate comes and you get your first one of the year or something, then um, he'll definitely have to stay there forever. <laughs> yeah, no. it'll be lauded around the city. <laughs> There'll be a statue of him the week after. Yeah. <laughs>
But that is the conclusion of our Texan season preview on the Euro trips across the pod podcast. So thank you, Graham, for coming on. No, thanks again. Honestly, that was fun. Yeah, no problem at all. And um, if you if you, people want to find you on social media, how can they find you? Uh, they can find me at, at the one handle with two underscores in between all the all the right in there, or they can get me at Texans UK as well on Twitter. And that's uh, the unofficial UK Texans Twitter page. So yeah, they can find me on there. That's the best place to get me. Or Instagram on Kilt Texan, but I'm more vocal on Twitter. So, yeah. Okay, fantastic. So, yeah, do check him out if you want to get some more Texans content for those listening who are fans of the team. But that has been the end of the podcast. So, thank you again, Graham, and we'll catch you for the next one. <laughs>